What is up, you beautiful people? This is the Blend Blondes Podcast. This is us navigating through our 20s. Yeah? Yeah, that was good. Welcome to episode 9. We will be continuing our last podcast with the Jabronis going over the fitness industry and pretty much just the toxicity of everything. Current events. Life. Life. (laughs) (laughs) The fitness industry, mostly the fitness industry. Let's dive right into that. Boom. But yeah, like, I mean, (laughs) I'm tripping again. The world is definitely... I to, I got to a point, I think it was during quarantine, like, I just kind of stopped paying attention to a lot of the news nowadays, because, like, the, uh, of course, the biggest thing was the whole entire George Floyd. The Black Lives Matter. The Black Lives Matter, which, again, it's, it's still kind of a uh, it's still kind of a thing right now. It still it's is definitely a, thing. a very big thing. Still. But as soon as, like, I don't know if you guys saw it, but the actual body cam of the cop got released of the video of George Floyd, and it showed a completely different story. So, like... For me, I like, actually didn't watch it, but I heard that it did show a huge different side of yeah. what and actually went down. Yeah, yeah. But pretty much what happened, it, was just, it showed the body cam of everything happening, right? So, like, for one, let me just clarify, like, everything that was done in that situation was still wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that guy, I don't care what yeah, anyone I think, says. I think we can all agree we on can all agree Everybody, on that. around in, the world. In, in, but in yeah. the thing is that they didn't, that they, that they didn't show was that um, there was during the body cam release, um, they found actually a lot of drugs on George Floyd himself. And like, again, he's still a good guy and everything like that, but there's, it just shows that like the, the, the media kind of like controls everything that you see nowadays. And I've just kind of gone to a point where it's just like, that's why like for me, like I've never would desire myself to live in the States because of how fucked up everything is down mm-hmm. here. Like I, I really sincerely do. We have things a little bit better in Canada. Not, of course, it's not like a huge scale, yeah. But like just things are a lot better in Canada and just I don't know with social media I like unfortunately it is my job and I have to spend a lot of time on it but I try to I try not to look at that shit anymore because like for example the thing that just happened the Beirut explosion you guys all yeah, see yeah, all yeah. that right so like it's just crazy to think how like that happened right and it's obviously terrible like a bunch of people died but three years ago the same exact thing happened in China at the it's called the Tianjin ex- factory explosion and it was four times bigger than that explosion no one give a fuck about it but everybody's caring a lot more about what's happening in the world, which is good. Being in their own heads, which which is hundred percent good. But like we've I all been s- quarantined, so mm-hmm. now we're like news. What's going on in the world? Like what's up? Yeah, you know. I but I think different. it's a lot. A lot of it's distorted as well. You're not it is getting very a distorted. lot of information. Like I see a lot of people posting sp- conspiracy theories all the time on Instagram, and it's really not what it is. But you put fancy music and graphics to it, and all of a sudden, everyone believes that that's yeah. the video the story. You show like, a video, right? Have you seen that yeah. thing that Instagram started doing now? Like, if they consider it as like fact checking, yeah, yeah fact yeah. checking. Yeah. It's fuck, man. Yeah, and like Facebook the, and Instagram. The, the, the shitty part about that is like you don't know who's controlling it. What if they're what if they're on one side of the politics than the yeah. other side? Yeah, well, there's well, no normality that's, to that's it. That's like kind of what you have to look at, like from like the news too. Like the news, like is its own media outlet, so oh, they yeah. get to just choose what they yeah. you know like, showcase. So it's kind of like distorted everything. Yeah. Well, it's all centered t- towards a specific who group. has money. Yeah. Exactly. Who, who's yeah. got the money? Who's yeah. who's funding everything? Like yeah. it's the same thing. You look at who any, wants their message shown to the yeah. world and what's your price tag that's basically like even what with it the is. police brutality one of the main things they were showing were police officers being attacked and how the riots 
they were just showing the riots, but not mm. the peaceful protesters. Yeah, yeah, they don't, yeah. Like they that don't. was the big thing. I was like, okay, nope, no more news. Like fuck yeah. that. Yeah, because they weren't like they were like showing it, but they were like barely showing like any of the peaceful stuff. They're like, oh, look at all the fucking look at all the bad looting. shit going just, on. Yeah, right? because like, what what do people tune into? People tune into drama. drama. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They want chaos. I haven't watched the news. Like I, I refuse to watch the news. Like, and I, and I know some people might think that that's kind of like ignorant or no. I refuse. Like, I, I haven't watched. I, the news. I, I, yeah. We don't own yeah. anything to watch the news. I yeah. keep yeah. updated on like current events, oh, yeah. but like I will not sit there and watch fucking. You know, the, I won't watch the news. Like I just, yeah. I don't need to like have constant negativity fucking pushed into my yeah. into my because it know, drains vision. you, man. Like you watching your gorge. Like, Fuck you, you know? I think it's really important that we are being educated because I think a lot of this stuff we've been so blinded to. Yeah. We've been so caught up in our own lives and it took a full freaking pandemic to open our eyes to so much. Yeah. It, it's hard True. but I find it's hard to educate yourself like fully nowadays because it is so filtered. And and it's filtered and also distorted at the same time. Yeah. So you it's know, all like it's too filtered. Yeah, it's too filtered. It's like mm-hmm. sending you into this tunnel it's, of this is the truth when maybe yeah. that's not. There's no, there's you need no, every side there's no the story. Yeah. Top shelf when you guys said the only time I ever watched the news was just to figure out what the fuck's going on with BC with COVID. That's no. the last time <laughs> that I've girl. ever watched. I gotta yeah. watch the blonde girl. Shout out She's fucking like Bonnie Henry, bro. Yes, Bonnie Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly, I just watched it because like the guy doing the fucking sign language. It literally looks like he's just raving. He's just like fucking. <laughs> you know, but yeah, shout out that guy. I don't That's know he, like that dude went started. viral too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The like, good the good thing about the news and like what what I'll agree with Tiff with is like it it's brought to your attention. Yeah. So that you can then do your own research to it, right? But you can't just believe everything that you see, but you need to know that when you're actually you want to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just have to see like everything from like an outside perspective and know that like it's possibly not the full truth when you're looking at yeah. it. Yeah. Like it's a it could be a partial truth. Yeah. yeah, but and it could be at the same could time. Could be somebody else's truth or yeah. version of the truth or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh god, I just got a toxic DM. It's okay. <gasps> read it. No. Yeah. Read, you okay. Just so read it. I'm I posted. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't just fucking. You like, can't say I got it. I got a toxic so, DM. Yeah. So I got a fucking. So you guys saw my story, right? I bought two cases of C4. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely responded saying like, bring one. Person was just like, you should try the Ali New energy drinks. And do you guys know Ali New? Uh yeah, Katie Hearn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. be completely honest, like, brand looks sick, but the ingredients are fucking trash. Yeah, I know. I saw that. They're literally like three ingredients, and they <laughs> just overplay. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, I, like, I give it a try. It probably tastes great, but it probably does absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, but tastes uh, great, does nothing. Anyways. That's a toxic DM for you. I got a that DM toxic, that was dude. like. Yo, you haven't been to the gym in a while, so you need to change your name from Tiff Scott Biceps to Tiff Scott No Muscle. Holy shit! What? <laughs> that's fucking. That's damage. Yo, send yeah. send send the address. Me and Nick will go fuck the person up. <laughs> Shout out to the West Coast guy that sent that. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Okay, speaking of toxicity, since we're gonna talk about it, by the way, you lock your dog out. <laughs> oh my god you don't want to know how much we fucking do that <laughs> like on a regular basis. not animal cruelty <laughs> he just but. like sits outside for a majority of his life yeah uh, kind of makes me realize how toxic the industry kind of is nick and is I, lucky and been like actually he, have you ever really been involved with the fit industry i think like, not really nicole yeah. and i kind of realized that and that's honestly one of the big things that pushed us to take a step back and start this podcast yeah mm-hmm. that was that was Talk literally the like, main thing the main thing was like because we like saw so much of like the toxic side of the fitness industry and like 
we got out of it and then we're like holy shit it was just kind of like a, a it's like because yeah, like you're so invested with it so you don't see it from a different yeah. perspective and you step out you're just like holy mother of shit well if you think about it my entire life was revolved around it. Yeah. I, was, I owned a supplement company i did was coaching a, did coaching like i was competing at the same time like my entire life revolved around it and i understood mm. the the mentality of like the no take no days off or push harder and blah 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 blah. but when you take a step back and you actually like look of, at the industry and like realize how toxic it is and realize the people in it like not not saying that everyone in the fitness industry is toxic mm-hmm. but like a lot of people like they don't have your best interests at heart like there's yeah. a lot of people that didn't talk to me when i wasn't competing but mm-hmm. as soon as i started competing or i, I did well they were all of a sudden my best friends. Yeah. I can attend to that because was, nobody talked to me. And that was like the biggest thing. Nicole's like, they're talking to you? And I was like, yeah, dude, isn't it fucking weird? But it was literally just right before my Popeye's prep when I just completely changed my physique and looked like insane. Yeah. And sure. then everybody just started talking to me and were being my friends and were like coming up to me at the gym all the time. And I was literally like, do I know this person? Like, what the mm-hmm. hell is this? Like, I was, it was so weird, but it was mm. like so... Like, that's all that mattered. But I also, like, warned her because she was like, oh, yeah, I, like, these people offer to, like, go here with me, like, with me or do this with me or whatever. Um, and I was like, don't, I was like, just, like, be, like, careful of who you're now associating yourself with because, like, at the same time, like, yeah, they, they want to associate now that you look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's weird. There's, like, why are they? It's shady. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why? okay, so they don't care about you at all, like, as a person, like, what your personality is. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, you're doing well? You look, like, fucking awesome? Cool, like, let's be friends. Yeah. Like, that's fucking weird. Like, you don't want friends that are, like, going to be around just because you're competing. And there's a... It's almost essentially you're being used. Yeah. Right? That, yeah, it's... What are you doing? Well, that's kind of like, like, I like I, I think that's kind of like human nature. Like, like as sad as that is, like, you, you see it, you see it enough with people where they want to surround themselves near you when you're doing really well or, or mm-hmm. when they have something to gain from you. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be your friend, but like if you're doing really shitty and you've got nothing to offer, yeah, nobody's around. I right? fell off the side of the earth. Yeah. yeah. Not like a care. It's just like, okay. Yeah, whatever. and then as soon as she came back to the gym, it was like, oh, what's up? It was just toxicity. It was just like, yeah. what the hell happened? This no, that. You look small. Yeah, no, it wasn't yeah. even that. It was like, wow, you lost a lot of size. Was yeah. the actual Very comment first. she got the first so day she toxic, came back man. to the gym. Yeah. And it's like, are you fucking joking me? Like, okay, like, yeah. yeah. It just shows like I was what, actually, where where people are yeah. in your like I, circle. Uh, right? Yeah. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, yeah, like I went on a vacation with this person and you came up in the conversation. And I was like, the heck like why why were they talking to me and about me and she's like oh i didn't really like egg it on or anything but she just kept saying like wow tiffany looks different like what do you think happened do you think she just dropped this 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 and like all this stuff and she's like she said she changed the subject because it was very uncomfortable for her Mm -hmm. but i was like why are just like random people like bringing me up just like talk about how much size i lost or like what happened to me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and people don't it's like, like they don't care about your well being. Yeah, they no. don't. They don't actually care like that. You could be either going through like something mentally or actually like physically wrong with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, they're like, oh well, she dro- she dropped thirty pounds, and they're like, yeah. she could have been pro. What the fuck was she doing? But yeah. what if she had like some type of a sickness? Yeah, you know what I mean. They yeah. didn't even didn't even bat their eye. The first thing no. is was like. You look different, so I'm just gonna say, what the fuck? Why did you let all that go to waste? Yeah, everybody loves to talk shit. Yeah, and to be completely honest, like I don't give a fuck what anyone says, but. 
I'm sorry, but the industry is just not a very, like, it's not a very monetizable sport. You can't make money from it. Even when you're a pro, you can't. The only reason, the only way that you make money or you're successful in the industry or you're competing is if you're fucking literally top 10 in the world yeah. in that category. Yeah. Even even at that point, they still don't make that much. Yeah, and you have to be, like, very genetically gifted yeah, at the same time. Yeah, it's not like the Olympia is just handing out salaries, yeah. you know, or, like, they're handing out pros, like, oh, yeah, you're a pro, here's a 60K Unless salary. Unless you're, like, a bodybuilding, like, Mr. Olympia. Yeah, of course. Even then, but dude, it's like, for, even you then, look at yeah. most of those guys, like... How much like they spend on gear versus well, how much they make? A hundred percent. But like, <laughs> like, like you look at like what else they're doing outside of the sport and mm-hmm. like, there's other things like they own a business or they have like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They work a full-time job or like yeah. other shit like that. Right. Like there's, there's so much other stuff outside yeah. of the industry. Like anybody who's just solely in the industry and like is living off of, um, whatever they're, L- they're MLM. Like, yeah, like what, like whatever their endorsements are, and like they're gay for pay. Fucking Shakeology. Like, gay for pay. Oh, bro. Gay for pay. I've thought about G that. For P? A few times. I, G for P. That is that is the OG OnlyFans. The OG OnlyFans. Oh my god. But like like for example, Cedric McMillan. You guys all know yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking is still in the military, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's just fucking, you know, know he the almost... most jack soldier in the world. But like, <laughs> but they think that they're so on top of life just because they look good. Yeah, like it, is, it, is it doesn't social, make you a better person just because you look fucking. One hundred percent, competing is a social status thing. Yeah. All it is. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Like you know, you compete because like I want to. <laughs> I fucking hate this and whatever. If I get shit on it, I don't even give a fuck. But I, like <laughs> it's just like ugh, I just want to like you know find myself. I want to understand and just want to do something for myself. Like that's great. Hundred percent. At the years. end of the day, it doesn't give you anything. No. Like a plastic mm-hmm. trophy is gonna what? It's gonna sit on that fucking shelf for how many years? And yeah, cool, I did it once, but like. No one's sticking around in your life mm-hmm. because you yeah. had abs once. And yeah. that yeah. doesn't that also doesn't mean I feel like fitness people are almost quick to judge. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, you go well, that, that happened to you yeah. when you went to the gym. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like even on that or like for example, like you take you say you take a step back and you're like, I want to do more nature shit, they're like, What the fuck? Or like what the hell happened to her? But it's like that's more healthy. Yeah, it's almost having more balance in your life than it is to compete. Like, to compete, you have no balance. You have no, like, normal is not normal. Lean is, like, Mm -hmm. even when you're, like, not lean, you're like, well, I'm fat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When it's just, like, everyone else is like, holy shit, you're fucking jacked. And you're like, I'm fat. Like, I'm 25 pounds over. Yeah. And you can't even walk up the stairs without losing your breath. Yeah. <gasps> very yeah. like, little to no pros and more cons than there are to competing like the same thing actually like kind of similar situation as you me and nick were at the gym the other day and this old guy that used to compete it he came up to us and he was uh, well he came no, no, to no, you he came up to me and he's and like, like he's like calvin calvin's gonna work on his gyno he's gonna get back to competing he's yeah. fucking he's gotta stop cycling and he's like and he, i haven't touched gear in four like, fucking years holy yeah. fuck and he was just like, he's like, you guys need to fucking get back on the stage. You need to fucking do this. You need to fucking do that. Like, dude, no, man. Like, and you're sorry, you're 50 years old and you're still trying to pay, like, trace your pro card. Sorry, you look like a bag of water. You know, <laughs> like, why are you trying to tell us, like, that or we need to get back on stage because we're young? Or they yeah. see your body and they're like, you know, if you uh, started gymming again, like consistently, you could probably put the weight back on. Cool. Yeah. And it's like, that's not everyone's goal. Not it, like, it's not everyone's goal to be a pro. It's like chasing that pro card is not really i don't know i never i never considered like chasing a pro card any at mm-hmm. point in my life but like especially after my last show like it was it was pushed on me a lot that it was like oh you could 
you could though. And I was like, yeah, but if I want to fucking kill myself, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, you're, you're right. Like I could be a pro, but look at the pros and look at the shit that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Their body's like, I don't want to do that. That's not the life I want to live. Like Like, I've already, I've only been competing for three years and I feel like I've missed out on so much. mm -hmm. And I can't even imagine Nicole who's been in the business industry for like eight, nine years who, Mm -hmm. and like the stuff that she's missed out on and like your twenties are the, times where you're supposed to be finding yourself not so indulged in this fitness industry that the second you come out of it you're like who the fuck am i yeah like what do i like yeah, yeah. you almost have like they have like the meme that when you talk to a gym rat it's like boom no personality <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. half of them they don't know what the fuck to talk about besides the gym yeah, yeah. like that's all they talk about it's like literally just the gym that's all they like i get it opening conversation 100 percent, okay but like because it's a relatable about. topic. Yeah, yeah like like most it, people work out to yeah. some degree, right? Yeah, but you so. gotta have some fucking depth to you. Yeah. Exactly. If you have no depth to you. You're like, what? Like, what are your true values? Yeah. Working out yeah. six days a week. I love deep well, conversations. Talk to me about aliens, not about. Yeah, race. seriously. <laughs> let's fucking talk about some weird shit or something. Because yeah. like, I That's like good. I was I was kind of like that too. Because like I've only competed once, but like we both competed like once. I like I like. I've, I've always had like a wider frame and like, like I used to be like fairly like large. So like a lot of younger guys or people my age would be like, Oh, like let's talk about working out and like fitness and like all this shit. And every conversation was always the same shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, once I competed, everybody wanted to talk, you know, like, Oh, like, Oh, going pro and like all this bullshit. I'm like, dude, there's, I'm not going to go pro. I don't have desires to go pro. I'm not going to compete. It's like the same people. Like, or you're gonna like, go back on stage. You're gonna are you gonna compete yeah. again? And it's like, dude, I just When's fucking work show? out to have fun. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Show. It's not yeah. even like, hey, go enjoy yourself. Like you did well. It's like, hey, when's your next show? Yeah. Or how, like, how big are you gonna get for your next show? What's your plan? Like, what? How's your off season gonna look like? Like, is it gonna be structured off season? Or are you gonna just fucking dirty bulk? You have a life in your off season. You're on patios, like having a drink. Like, yeah, you should take that, it like, more seriously. You need to yeah. take it more seriously. Like, your life should be completely this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then settle down and have a family. Like, yeah. okay, well, I can't find I have a family with because everyone's a fucking jackass. I, yeah, I mean, uh, like, whatever. Like, I, I, I'll just to be a nice person, I'll still have the conversations, but like, I, I, I'm, especially with where I'm at with my life, I really want to kind of take cater away from the fitness industry. I think the main reason why I think I got out of it was because of like all those people that are like so in that like toxic mindset, but. I mean, for me personally, the reason why I never competed again and never want to get back into the industry was honestly the fucking drugs. Like, with guys too, like, I mean, I didn't have to push that much, but, like, I know that post, after, like, doing all this shit, it fucked me up really bad. Like, really bad. I had to go see my doctor. I know people that... My estrogen spikes so hard, like, really hard. I had to take, like, literally shit that literally just kills your estrogen. Now I have to go fucking, like, check out my doctor on a daily basis to make sure I'm okay. And I am now. But it took me like how how long, right? Like that's one of the, the that's that's one of the biggest things, right? Like, um, fucking, I probably have to go see my doctor again pretty soon to possibly fucking get surgery for like my gyno, and like thankfully it's not fucking bad where it looks like I'm fucking lacting, squirting milk everywhere, or anything <laughs> like that. But like it's just one of those things that like you know when when you're competing, 2%. it's it's not a it's not a mindset that you have. Right. You don't go into it thinking like all these possible outcomes because your buddy just fucking gasses you up like, dude, you can fucking go pro. You can fucking get huge. You got to just take this, this, that. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You're just like wild up. You're just, you do it. And then and almost at the same time, you're like, what can I get to the point where I'm going to win? 
Mm-hmm. Like, what do I have to do yeah, to fucking and then win? You just fucking. And you're like, I'm gonna do everything in my fucking power to to win. Yeah, yeah. And so you like run your body into the ground, either with drugs, dieting, or all the above. Everything. You just don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're like, I'm just gonna do fucking everything. I'm gonna yeah. do fucking two hours of cardio for like six days or for seven days a week for ten weeks, and I'm just gonna kill my body. I, re- I remember I was I was back and like this was kind of like what made me realize like okay like I w- I'm the type of person who like. I would push the drugs to the absolute limit because like I remember being backstage yeah, you and were. bro because like I, I had like I don't know if you guys know what a halo testing is oh yeah yeah okay so, <laughs> so you know, and you know how fucking brutal that yeah. shit is so it's crack on drugs so, it's steroids it's pretty much so, it's what fighters use before they go they exactly go, go it just fucking stuff. makes you pissed the fuck off yeah. and hardens you up and just gets you fucking amped yeah so yeah. I I took I took one and then I took another one so that it was like 20, 20 milligrams or whatever. And then I was like about to get on stage and I fucking took another one. And then I think Billy said like, don't take more than like 20 or 30 or something like that. And then I was like, fuck it, fuck it let's just take another one. And I just fucking, and like, I was eating them like fucking Skittles. Dude. Just, like, I was watching just like, him. He was like, I was like, it's going to make doing? me better. Like, fuck it. Like, let's yeah. just go. Me and Nicole actually touched on that. in one of our episodes previously, we were like, people don't know the limits and what it's actually doing to your body, especially like, I think we touched more specifically on females because we know girls who aren't even planning on competing, but are taking this shit just to look a certain way right now. Or the coach fucking fills them when they're like, you Mm got to do this if you want to do well. Or their boyfriends that are in the fitness industry. Yeah. Yeah. Make a recommendation. Yeah. Like I, I know a lot of like, unfortunately, like a lot of like just normal girls that like just work out, but are taking, extras and i'm like yeah yeah why like what is the point you're not stepping on stage well i need to look a certain way why do you need to look look a certain way gotta accept yeah. you for who you are so and so told me that this would help a little bit and it's not that bad for you or whatever yeah, so it's, it's like i'm taking it's 40 milligrams fem- of anadrol and some clan like. steroids where there's no female female steroids yeah. but um at the same time it, it does come from a place of insecurity where they're like well i'm not good enough my boyfriend's in the fitness industry my boyfriend competes i should look a certain way as well yeah but i feel like yeah. it's also it kind of and i i don't hold guys to this at all but without even thinking they kind of just like offer things so like you know oh, you can take yeah. this 100 you could take this but that's because they're so involved in that for themselves that they just they don't even think about it, but they're just offering you these these things to yeah. alter the way that you look. Like, oh, this is a goal of yours? Like, I could be telling you to go, like, hey, like, go work out or anything like that, but I'll, or diet a bit better, but I'll offer you, like, drugs, XXX of drugs mm-hmm. to get a certain way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've had it in, in relationships where they're like, oh, well, just take clan. Or just, you want to, like, tighten up a little bit, little bit take clan yeah. or take bar or, like, just like, take a little bit of Nova, you know? <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Just yeah. like kill There's your no harm in it. You know what? You took Nova, just take a little bit of test too. <laughs> and like, just inject trend into your forehead. <laughs> but like at this, so, but they offer it like as a solution and it's like, okay, well, that's not really what I'm like asking yeah. for. I, I feel more bad for girls, especially because usually when girls are getting to the entry, they don't very, they don't know very much, right? With guys. And I, not I've, to insult them, they don't really back check. Yeah. Women? Fact check, yeah. Yeah. Um, for guys, I mean, to be completely honest, we're we're all pretty stupid. So we're just like, if our buddy's taking something, we're just like, yo, how'd you get bigger? Give it to me. You know? We're guys. Don't ask the side of it. Yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah. they're just like, I don't even care. I don't even care if my face swells up and I fucking piss blood. I don't care. <laughs> my 
My balls like have shrunken to like the size of pebbles, I don't have but balls like, anymore. I don't give a shit. <laughs> the size of my nuts have shrank, so my biceps get bigger. But girls actually, it bothers girls, and that's yeah. what saddens me. It's like and they're actually sad. They're like, "Holy shit, I sound like a man," and they they're like, "You can't go back on that." And they're very yeah. they're they're not informed at all. They just no. think that like oh like their coach will tell like it's a supplement, and they're like oh okay, and like just like innocent little them. They don't know fucking shit. Right, so I feel more more empathetic for girls that when shit like that happens for them, they they never they actually never knew better. Whereas again, for guys, it's just like we d- we just full send. I mean, <laughs> give a fuck. You're like we knew this was the side effect, but like doesn't really fuck give fucking matter. But you yeah. also hear like with guys that a lot. Oh, it's a reversible. It's reversible. But honestly, like if your clit fucking grows and you have a mini dick, like you can't go back on that. I mean, like I don't know who the fuck has a mini dick. But like that stuff doesn't go back and you're going to regret that down the road or like, yeah. wow, my ovaries are shot. Like I can't have kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. It's just upsetting to me how like some coaches will honestly use some of their clients as lab rats. Like oh, it's fucked. I've been it's, like, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like they'll use their, it's like they'll use their newer athletes as like lab rats. So, so like, they can, they can test. T- these different yeah, and like then they compounds. can take that. They can take those test results and then apply it to their better athletes or more genetically gifted athletes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just it's so like fucking ignorant and just like so scummy, man. Like this is someone's like little, literally like their health that you're jeopardizing to see if you can make another athlete look better. And you and don't like, know about it. Yeah, but at the same time, a lot of the time, like a lot of these coaches. Um, they're willing to push newer athletes harder because they have a reputation to uphold. And you have yeah, the new genes true. and so you have the, the new steroids. Like with the first time you take steroids too, you fucking blow up. Yeah, so yeah. they're yeah. like, I have to have like this person do really well because all my athletes... My name's other, behind them. Yeah, my, my name's yeah. behind them or all my other athletes do really well, so we're just going to push them even harder. Maybe they're not genetically gifted in the same way as my other athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're just going to pump them full of more drugs in order to get them to that yeah. the same point. And what they're not understanding is, especially if it's like a first time competitor, that this is not their life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like they're thinking of this as like, okay, this is my new competitor. This is what they want to do with the rest of their life. They want to be a pro, whatever. So they're like, they're going to give them the same drugs. They would give like a pro. Yeah. yeah. Which makes zero sense. Which makes zero sense. Cause they're like, maybe this person just wants to compete once just yeah. to say they did it. They're trying it out. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, I don't want to do it. Or like, they don't even fucking know if they want to like step on stage ever again. And the rest, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's a lot of like what I found with coaching and having like a partner as a coach was like, my partner was very much that side of things. Like he was like, we either go pro level or not at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have to understand like the, not a lot of the people want to turn pro. Yeah. Like, a lot, a lot of these people just want to like, there's a, a huge in between do a show to do a show. So you can't give everyone the same drugs or like even drugs in general. Like some people yeah. actually want to be natural and just compete. Some people do better naturally. Yeah. Tiffany. Me, I, for example, like, I mean, I, I have touched on this in probably several episodes, but never really had the, desire to turn pro until it was like implanted in my head and honestly when you're in that fitness industry and you're indulged in it it's kind of sad but anything people say to you really latches on Mm -hmm. you know like 
You're right. Hey, you could be pro. It's like, holy shit, I'm in this already. Like, oh my God, I yeah. could be pro. Somebody sees so much potential yeah. in me. Like, let me run with it. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just like, or like anything that somebody tells you, like I've seen natural athletes who have gone to coaches and they've wanted to do it natural and you speak to them and they want to be natural. And then next thing you know, they're taking drugs and then you're like, what the fuck happened? And it all comes down to like, they're oh, well, this person said that I could look this way if I took this and mm. this. And it's just like, well, where did where did everything change for you? Like you had mm-hmm. these morals and you had mm-hmm. this kind of idea of how you wanted to attack the fitness industry. And now you're just completely different. And now mm-hmm. you're actually causing these side effects. And, you know, you I know you as a person, you probably want to have kids. Like, do you know that you might not be able to have kids? Like, do you know that your voice has deepened, like, seven but levels? I, th- I think a lot of that also has to do with, like, especially, like, like we were talking about before, in the fitness industry, a lot of it comes down to, like, insecurities and being vain. And, like, as soon as someone feeds into your insecurities and says, like, oh, you can be better. You can look. You can be leaner. You can look yeah. the way that you want to look if you just take these drugs. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay. Yeah, you keep you're saying. You're like, you okay, have- that's fine. I'll yeah. do that. You keep saying you have thunder thighs. Well, hey, I got a secret little thing in my back pocket and uh, I can get yeah. those legs down for you. Yeah. And I feel like that's definitely taken advantage of from a lot of coaches. Like, they're like, hey, I know you're they insecure about this. Insecurity. So I'm going to fucking feed off of that. Yeah. Kind of idea. Idea yeah. of like who you could become and like showing like, hey, you can look like this or your body's like this. That's kind of the idea that people have. I can look however I want with whatever I take yep. or whatever I implant into but myself. you're not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's not to. maintainable. Like, what are you going to yeah. do? Just do that for the rest of your do life? Do that forever. Yeah. Like, that's not, like, that's not what you're going to look like. You're going to look like that for sh- the short period of time that you're taking it, but you're and not going to look like... And until your organs fail and yeah. your fucking body just can't and hold it up you, anymore. Yeah. And yeah. then when you come out of it... That fucking the rebound phase. You could have had a fairly good looking body, but with everything that you did to it, the second you come out, you blow up. Boom. You have all these health issues. You're not yeah. digesting things properly. Your metabolism you're not, like, goes to shit. Your metabolism's shot. So like the body that you could have had that you would have been happy with, honestly, if you didn't actually get so invested in the toxic. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, you I gotta really, work five times harder to get yeah, back to back just to regular body. Yeah. 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 And on a on a more mental level too, like when you're so sat when your mind's so saturated with that industry, like it's all you and then you finally take a step back from it. Like you were saying, like you lose like that three years of like what else should be doing, you know? And I think Or as, how you could have monetized your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like as, as soon as me and Nick kinda like well, maybe not for you, but for me for sure, it was as soon as I got out of competing, that little competing phase, that's when I kinda got into exactly what I'm doing now. And, you know, it's it's been like it's been like I couldn't even imagine what my life would be if I was so much more invested. Like I would be starting so late now. Like I don't know exactly where you guys are at with your your a certain. I don't know if you guys have touched on it on any pe- previous podcast of like where you're kind of how your life has more changed in the way of where the right direction you're going to. But like it's almost like a night and day difference. I almost looked at myself as a different person. I'm like, mm. holy shit. Like, I'm just like, I didn't, like, I barely recognize the, my personality and the person that I was at the time when I was competing. Oh, yeah. And now, like, the, the at least the path that I'm on now. And I know, like, for Nick, like, I don't know exactly for you, but, like, completely different person. At least I saw myself when I was competing. And yeah. you actually, like, you're humble. You're not so, like, you're not looking in the mirror 24-7. You're not, I feel like a lot of things kind of change. I actually, because you touched on that, you kind of got started on your career path mm-hmm. a lot sooner. I know people who are like, oh, I'm just going to do this one last show. And they're like, and they're like late 20s. I'm going to do this one last show. Then I'm going to hit the books and do something with my life. 
Like <laughs> that's a brutal put, statement. To did make. you put that into perspective yeah. for a second? Yeah. Like time's ticking, bro. Yeah. yeah, seriously. And I, I don't know. Like, um, some people made a lot of their careers through the fitness industry, and I think Nicole can definitely attest to that. She like, she did really well with. Kind of. It's my birth control. <laughs> she did like she took the fitness industry and being in the fitness industry and made it into something that uh, but was able to help people and now she's still helping people like in lifestyle and like attaining their goals in a lifestyle mm-hmm. sense. Healthier. Some, yeah, healthier. But some people are, are taking the fitness industry as like a complete distraction to their lives and their issues. Yeah. Like I did that. I just completely got invested in the fitness industry. And then I kind of, I was like, you know what? Hey, I have a lot of trauma, but like, I don't give a shit. (laughs) I don't need to deal with that right now. Like I'm about to be a pro athlete. Like shit. This shit doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think comparing it like, like my, when I was like fucking dead in it, like as soon as I got off my, uh, as soon as I got off the stage, I was just like, I need a fucking GoPro. And then I like tried planning out like my five year plan. Like, what's yes, my five year? Yes. And then now I look at myself. I'm gonna do I'm like, this show, then this show, yeah. then this and then show, I'm just like, show. now I'm looking at myself. I'm like, wow, my five year plan is way different. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have like a mortgage or a thing in mind when I was competing. It was just no, like, you're just nope, like, I don't go fuck drugs and compete pro card. And then I'm gonna be sponsored by this, 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 that. But now, like, I look at myself, my five year plan, like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm trying to, like, you know, try and build assets, all that kind of shit now. It's like so I much different. I think it's really important, though, because we have been bashing the fitness industry a lot. There are a lot of really good people in the fitness yeah. industry who like are... the guy that was you're on your last podcast. Yeah. 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 And there's, yeah. there's people that are making positive changes to people. And, yeah. you know, they're relaying positive kind of messages mm-hmm. out there. And they are, like, monetizing their life still through the fitness industry. And they're mm-hmm. not completely indulged. But we're kind of more so going in the sense of, like where we were at and noticing kind of the toxicity that a lot of people are in mm-hmm. in that rut. Yeah, and like, at the same time, like, to be completely honest, especially my last prep, it taught me a lot of how far I can push myself, and not only as, like, an athlete, but, like, now I can translate that to other aspects of my yeah. life. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can put so much fucking effort into one fucking prep that, yeah, I can do that other aspects I mean, like yeah. my business or whatever there, there is there is good sides to competing like it's like not to kind of knock on it on every single way i know that's what we've been doing for probably <laughs> the past 40 minutes but like there are things that you do Hour learn. 20 yeah. minutes there, there are things that you do get out of it as a from a personal side but i think it's kind of just like kind of realizing that after the fact you know you don't yeah. realize it during no. but you realize it after right and it's good to speak about you know like you guys are you you may be in the fitness industry and you're already you already know all the positives you're thinking in your head because you're doing it so we're just kind of like hey i know this isn't what you want to hear but like this is kind of what you're doing and this mm-hmm. is you know what you might be missing out on or what you you could be missing mm-hmm. dude <laughs> i need to slow down on the drinking <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, kind of like what you were saying with the, like, you kind of, after you competed, it spiraled you into, into, um. Honestly, into, I just into, was, I was thinking about food the whole time. I was like, yo, I can't do that shit again. <laughs> it, spi- it, spi- it spiraled but, you into your business. Like, it's it, it puts yeah. you into the place where you are now and, and it changed your mindset but, to more business oriented. For me, it just made me realize, like, most of my experiences are more like me realizing, like what I don't want to do. Yeah. So like once I went through that experience, I was like the first couple weeks was like 
same kind of mindset, like fucking pro card. I'm going to do this show, this show, this show. Like, this is what I have to do. This is how I have to set everything up. This is, you know, and everything revolved around it. But then like once everything kind of like the high from it wore off and I was like back to kind of like regular life, it was like, okay, you know what? I don't want to fucking do this. Mm -hmm. This was a lot of fucking stress on my body, on my organs. I don't, I don't think that I, I want to pursue this because I don't see a future in it. Yeah. So it's kind of just like, okay, tick that off the box of, okay, I've done it. Yeah. Not what I want to do. What's something else out there? What's something yeah. else out there? Kind what of thing, happened right? with me and Nicole actually is that we took a step back to take care of our health. Yeah. And that's what opened our eyes. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. Up. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> well, I, I you went too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking man, man. Um, like we, we, me and Nick were almost in a similar mindset, but, but besides the fact I didn't take Halo. <laughs> Fuck. You didn't take Trent either. No, I didn't. I take. I took very minimal. I took there. every. You fucking. I, I've seen like my ex was quite like a um, calm guy, and yeah, I saw him on Hill, and I was like, "Fuck, that's not a Bye, stay <laughs> in the okay. corner. <laughs> Psychopath. That's a little. I was like, "Whew, okay, let's um, see that." Yeah, but like going back on on the topic here, like I think you, me and you, like we were in a very different mindset with just like ourselves and in that, in that phase of our life too. Yeah. Like I know you and me had a little bit of different conversations. Like we were just like on a different kind of a path too. Like we were very oriented and like, um, at least for me as, and also you, like I was a little bit more so like all that mattered was just like, like how to make money. Mm-hmm. Like everything that all yeah. always mattered was how to make a dollar. Right. And like, I think that kind of changed, like it took a while for it, for it to change for us. Yeah. You know, and that's when we still started to tr- translate like what matters most right now is just like what I can do that's going to make myself happy and how I can turn that into like some type of a career. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I love shooting fitness and I love working in the fitness industry, but like I want to di- diversify myself. I can't be like a linear and only be doing one thing. I don't want to yeah. shoot fitness for the rest of my life, man. Like I see it. And, and as a creator, like for myself, like, how am I supposed to evolve, not even as a creator, but as a person, if I only just do one thing for the rest of my well, life? Well, right? and that's the thing. You kind of had to do it for a certain amount of time before I remember you verbally, like, said, like, fuck, like, fuck BCABBA. Like, <laughs> fuck this shit, dude. Like, I'm done yeah. with it. Like, I'm done with the people in it. I'm done with, even like, the just CPA, the industry. Man. Even the CPI. You were just done can't. with the industry in general at one point. Like, you were so sick and tired and fed up with it, fed up with, like, just the regulations, fed up with just all the bullshit that was involved in it. So the politics, you were just so over it. So that's kind of like what also forced you to branch out because you couldn't make yourself stay there and just keep feeling miserable about it. You had to diversify and do more, you know, I like to, I try to be grateful for a lot of things. And the biggest thing that I'm the most grateful for is genuinely, genuinely being able to do something that I absolutely love with my whole entire heart which not a lot of people can say yeah and that's again one of the reasons why me and nick started a podcast is we want to be able to help people to find something that they love to do and just be passionate towards it it doesn't fucking who cares if it's <laughs> we actually talked about this only fans and stuff like that like whatever if you're making bank off only fans and like you're kind of liking it then fucking get your bag man like make your money yeah. obviously like if you're having a family then maybe question it a little <laughs> bit but like do something that like if it's making fucking pottery or we're making just find something that you like to do so find a passion for it and uh, everything again it's kind of harder to that us living in bc like shit's expensive out here but there are so many different ways that you can try and figure out something that you want to do that you're passionate about right Mm -hmm. 
like what I like to kind of say to people and what I said to Nick a few times is what can you picture yourself doing that doesn't have a dollar value that you can see yourself doing for the rest of your life? That's how he, crazy enough, he ended up, so Nick actually works with special needs kids and he works in the same, he's worked in the same house as my brother, which is fucking crazy because Nick has been one of those guys that he loves helping people. And the fact that he ended up working in the same house with my brother, like that is fucking crazy to me. But now he's gone to that path where he's actually doing something that one is super contributing to people that are less fortunate than other that don't have the ability to do something, but he's doing something that makes him fills fulfills him with some type of contentment and same for myself. And you know, that's like speaking out of anyone, like when it comes to like doing something you want to like doing something you love, you just got to find something and it's going to take trial and error. Like the same thing that we go through. We had to all compete to f- finally realize that we fucking hated it. And now we're on a different path. Just took but me eight years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's get you guys to plug your Instagrams. Cause that's what we do. And your podcast podcast is at jabroni podcast um, at Cal. Oh my God. My name's fucking so hard to spell. <laughs> <laughs> Just spell it out. Yes, <laughs> at Calvin U T Tom, C A L V I N Y O U T T I T H A M. I need to change that, that shit. That was bro. AIDS. That's just yeah. like, mine's at Nick Two White with the number two. Two. Yeah. And uh, mine's Tiff Scott Biceps. And our regular Instagram Blunt Blondes. Mine's Nicole with two E's, Deanna. And our email is blunt podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yes, if yes. you guys have any questions or want to, you know, give us a little bit of money, oh. that's fine. send us PayPal's. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know you guys <laughs> plugged your fans. emails. We never plugged our email. We got a Patreon account. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, it was good.